0: On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we are at Umi in Winter Park and we're talking about affordable housing and a parody rap video that got people put in jail. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus,
1: John Bustegger. And I am the squid chopped up on your plate, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Brendan, you're just looking at squid. I do. <laughs> like, why are you always
0: disappointed? It's always a game of I, I spy. spy. <laughs> it's what I'm looking at. <laughs> Jinx. But uh, yeah, we uh, this, this is Bungalower and the Bus and we're uh, hanging out at Umi.
1: Umi. In Winter, a Park. Winter Park. On Park Avenue. I haven't been here. You have a suit coat on and a hot. I do.
0: You look fancy. Thanks. I'll
1: tell you why in a bit. Uh-huh. But tonight we were hanging out. We're hanging out. At Umi. I haven't been here in a hot minute. They have ah. a new chef. Uh, they got a new uh, level four sam smiley uh, hanging out, and he just hooked us up with some amazing sake. Yeah, he did. The, I uh, have a
0: beer from Japan. Uh, I wish I could pronounce it,
1: but I can't. You Can't. <laughs> we had some gyoza already. We're gonna share a photo of this squid that like looks amazing. I couldn't try it because allergies grilled and salted yeah. and, and delicious just really really good shout so,
0: out uh, to uh suzy the foodie for hooking us up with the uh, with this space yeah so uh <laughs> here on bungalow in the bus we talk about all things orlando and uh, around orlando Orlando's including winter park downtown bungalow neighborhoods plus winter park yeah. that's true and so uh yeah if you if you Miss any of our episodes? You can get them on Google Play or iTunes. You can also read about all the things we're going to talk about.
1: Bite a gyoza while you're talking. All right,
0: you can uh, you can read about all the things we talk about on bungalower. dot com. And uh, yeah, we're just going to uh, talk about what we always talk about. And Brendan, I say this every week. Uh huh. What's happening? What's
1: happening? Uh, you gave me a big story last week. We didn't get to kind of. I don't know if
0: it did as well as I thought I it should. did but I still think it's huge. Yes. in The fact that. Um, well, you talk about it. So there was a, a big lawsuit that happened in Boston, and uh, the head of a pharmaceutical company. What was his name? Kapoor was his last name. Was that it? I don't remember. Am I just making that name from up? Insys Pharmaceuticals? Yes, a big pharmaceutical company. They were sued. He was one of the the. He was a founder of this company. He was found guilty uh, for basically pushing drugs, and and it was a huge lawsuit. You can read all about it. Um, yeah, they were they were paying doctors
1: to prescribe fentanyl-based medication. To people that they said had cancer who didn't have
0: cancer and it was not need just the medication. Hey, there was like all kinds of stuff where they were like hiring former strippers to do lap dance. It was crazy. Uh-huh. It was crazy. So, so the, the
1: reason we could write about it is because there was an Orlando connection.
0: Yes. And so I was actually home one day and I was watching the news and I see this video because part of the lawsuit, they talked about how this company uh, created a parody rap video based on one of their their drugs or one of their products. So I'm watching this video and uh, actually no, <laughs> actually no, the video wasn't even on there. I just wanted to Google it. So right. I'm like, I, I'm kind of curious what this video is about. So it comes up on YouTube and I start sort of watching it. I scroll through and I see these two guys rapping. <laughs> two and, white guys. Yeah, and so I, I'm looking in the background and I see like a skyline and I'm like, that kind of looks like Orlando. But you know, it could be another city. It could be another Florida city. It could be another southern city. And then up pops, up pops Lake Eola <laughs> Fountain. And I was like, ah, that's Orlando. So sure enough, this this part of this lawsuit, they had this parody rap video, and it was shot in Orlando. At least part of it was. Because They were
1: talking about. I already
0: forgot the word. The name of the the. There's a drug? word.
1: There's a word that. Oh, I don't even remember. That that that. Means um, The building increasing the dose of a. Of a drug because people are building up an immune. yeah. I don't it. remember the name of it. Uh, and they're talking about that in the song openly and how it's like not a problem. You just like, you just up the dose, you know? Yes. Like, it's not a problem. Just up it up, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. Because it's literally what they were getting charged for doing. Yeah. And they're singing about it. And John, it turns out I know one of the rappers. I, I
0: was trying to figure out who it was because you said you knew him. I'm like, well, maybe He's I a, know him. A friend
1: of my man, and he actually, uh, Used to wow, we the just, rolls. Are all right, up. So
0: we just got a bunch of rolls delivered. And they are to a beautiful.
1: Table. We can, We have one of our female new female sous chefs, few- sushi chefs. Sushi, you sushi chefs. Okay.
0: Oh, do you oh do you right, want to? We're going to get please you on air. Please we're going to have down. to get you on air. So she brought one, we didn't two, hear anything three, four, that, five six six rolls.
1: So that was off the microphone. We're going to have to yeah, get you to so speak into John's mic and tell us all about what we're looking so at tell right us,
0: here. So we're here at UMI, and we just got a bunch of uh, food put in front of us. What's your name? Tia. Tia. So, Tia, tell us what you brought us.
2: Um, Okay, so we have uh, a vegan roll that I actually made for our menu here. Um, We have the hotaru, which is a spicy alternative to the samurai, which is very well known here, but it's a spicy challenge. We're going to get
1: you to touch on that again because nobody, just in case these listeners don't know what that is, it's insane.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Uh, We have the Godzilla roll here. It's got spicy salmon, just some avocado and a miso sauce with it. Uh, There's the crunchy hako, which is probably my personal favorite. We have like pickled cucumbers we do here. Everything is really fresh, really nice. I love that. Uh, The tuna by tuna, simple spicy tuna. We got some tuna on top, a little spicy with a little bit of uh, sesame oil to help balance it out. Okay. And then there's going to be the Mr. Ben Roll here, which he is another sushi chef who put it up. Made his name on the menu with this roll here.
1: With Mister Ben. Yes, He
0: oh.
2: made it uh, shellfish friendly, so it you typically typically has ebi uh, in it. But okay, we get it without it for you guys. That's tonight.
0: me. Yeah. Brendan ru- will die if he <laughs> has shellfish. I ruined
1: it because I'm selfish. Ah
2: no, <laughs> it's just as good. I I promise, it's just as good.
1: So tell us about this insane. This all sounds amazing, but I think there's this really you guys have this special sushi here that I've never even had heard about. And this is my job to know about these things. Fair. Can you tell us about the samurai roll?
2: The samurai. Well, it is our spiciest roll, probably around here. Like you have to sign a waiver. It's a serious deal. Um, but it's, I can't name what it is exactly, but the inside is going to have a spicy element to it. And on top, we have the killer salsa that really just, once it touches your tongue.
1: Killer it salsa. Gets you. It catches you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. How did you become a sushi chef? Because we just heard, off. just in case anybody didn't hear it, it's rare, You're yeah. at least locally, to have a female sushi chef.
2: Yeah, I actually started in Oviedo uh, probably like four years ago running front of house stuff uh, okay. doing cashiering all that and my boss has actually decided to bring me into the kitchen because of like my attention to detail they wanted to see how i would be actually rolling uh. and the technique comes from really cutting it's not so much rolling but it's taken me a few years to get where i'm at now
1: you know what shout out to bosses that recognize something in their employees and then to help develop that talent That's right you haven't done that at all for me yeah <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to eat it. Thank you so much. Thank you so
2: Thank much. you guys. Enjoy. We're going to be sure. taking
0: tons of pictures. Let us
2: know how everything comes out. I hope you do enjoy it, though.
0: Oh, we're going to love it. Yes. I All already right. can tell. <laughs> Thank you. So, so we have some guests with us. You guys go ahead and eat while Brendan and I keep chatting. And uh, take some photos, too. Please. So where were we? Parody
1: rap video. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so they used it to indict these people. Oh and it, yeah, and it turns out they are now going to jail. These five pharma bros, and not the rappers though, but not the rappers. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe not yet. And I, so I, I don't to think say, so. I, they got paid to do a video. They were salesmen. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. No, all so right. I don't tough. know. And I and usually with these things you go for the executive directors and then you like sweep your way down. So hopefully he's okay. I would highly doubt. it. Yeah. I worked with him forever. Yeah. I I checked in with him like, hey, dude, (laughs) I'm sharing the hell out of this video because this is crazy. I hope you're okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Because that's the kind of friend I am. (laughs) Oh, we had another thing. Uh, Everybody was talking recently because a Lime scooter popped up on the Lime app. And really? everyone was like, "This is it! This we're is we're getting the scooters. We're getting it. This is the beginning." And uh, downtown paper immediately was like, "Hey, look at this! It's happening!" But you know what, downtown paper, you're wrong. <laughs> you is wrong. And I, uh, I was like, "I'm gonna go just see if this is it. I'm excited. I'm gonna go ride one." I showed up late to a meeting because of it, and it's it's located the, on the map. It's actually in the Link or in the Lime uh, warehouse in Paramore. So it's just a storage warehouse. Somebody stole it from Miami. Oh. And then brought it there. Really? Yeah, which also brings to question. I didn't question it. So why can it. Miami have them?
0: Oh, because Orlando has the ordinance. No, it's also state state-led. Oh. Does no Miami yet.
1: have scooters? I don't. I didn't know that they had. So the reason, I, I don't know. I didn't even have a minute to question that.
0: We need to make a phone call. I was just immediately excited that, hey, we don't have them yet. Now I get to tell down paper.
1: They're wrong. So I
0: will say, and I don't know if you had more to this, Brendan. I just read a story from my hometown paper in Detroit that they are bringing their scooters back because it's not winter anymore. Oh, and okay. uh, they take them. Nobody yeah, yeah. rides them in j- Apparently they j- ship them around the country. Yeah. And so they're all coming back now and they're they're rolling them back out they can have 1200 scooters in the city of detroit if they i
1: want. love that it's like a migratory species yeah you know yeah, what yeah. i mean like you'll be able to tell when it's spring because all of a sudden these e-scooters will yes. show up yeah apparently they're also rolling back some electric assist bikes i saw that to My make way was... for lo- for the scooters oh is that why they were doing it the i scooters thought they were reducing staff I hear no I hear it's like just economically a better model the the equipment's cheaper Oh okay uh, it's just you get more rent souls from Really the more people
0: ride scooter yeah, they, they don't, don't have, have, to, have to, pedal. to pedal yeah
1: you know what I mean and and I always would have and I would have thought that, that wouldn't have come into a uh it wouldn't have come into play, but now I'm seeing with this launch of like the new juice bike model, Hopper, those bikes aren't electric assist. I thought maybe people would be excited about it like a locally run alternative, but because it, it's not electric assist, you're just not seeing them use as much. Yeah, they Plus will be launching a lighter model that they made themselves, Hopper, uh, which is 40 pounds compared to the Lime 70. I think they care because it's just easier to steer. Have you ever seen, like, I see these girls hopping on these line bikes because it's the cute thing to do, right? Yeah. And it's easy. It's fun to do on the weekend. You take a selfie and you go. They're heavy. Yeah, they and are. I,
0: there's, like, this wobble takeoff At the happens. beginning. I think that part of that is the electric assist, though, because when I hopped on it yeah. first, it, like, sort of zooms right away, and you're not really used to that. you put an that.
1: electric assist on a easier-to-steer vehicle, I think it'll be fine. Well,
0: maybe. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I want a scooter, though. Uh, I, I will say, if it was hundred degrees here and it's between a scooter and a bike, I might take a scooter. We talked about this last week, John. Uh, an They're electric. Fast if I too.
1: have to choose between an electric-assist bike and a regular bike, I'm going to use the electric-assist bike. If now you got meeting, a scooter thrown in. You going to take a scooter? I don't know. I think you would. I feel like I'm gigantic. <laughs> I'm basically haggard at this point, and um, I should not be on a scooter.
0: Like it would just look ridiculous. I had fun when I was in Paris. I had fun. And they're fast. And you're a tall guy. Yeah. We yeah. had two people on it. Oh. Not on Not little scooter. Really? No, you're not supposed to do that. Was Leanne on your shoulders? Uh, she was holding on in the back.
1: <laughs> um, did you hear about the Strong films? Do you know them? I know them. Yeah. I'm, a fr- I'm friends with John Strong. They did a documentary called Long Time Coming about the first interracial little league baseball game that took place here in Orlando in yes. 1955. Uh, and I loved it. I, I, I didn't it. get a chance to see it, but I know you did. I have a copy if you oh, want to. Oh, I would yeah, like to see I'll, that. I'll let you borrow it. Uh, it's now on Netflix. Oh, so really? So if you have Netflix, you can oh, watch I it have there Netflix. too. I don't
0: need your stupid DVD. <laughs> uh,
1: I just think that's so cool to see a locally produced documentary on a platform like Netflix. How great is that for the community? That is great. Our soft power
0: ranking increases Is that again. your news? I thought you were going to tell me they're coming out with something new. No, it's just on Netflix. Okay. I'm super excited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just excited to see it. Uh, that has like Cal Ripken Jr. in it, Andrew Young, you know, like like big yeah, names, civil players. rights,
0: and and baseball players. Yeah, people no, I'm a, I'm looking forward to it. I, I will watch that.
1: The uh, I have to give a shout out to my Albin Palaszczuk friends. We did a sponsored thing for them. They have a new Precious Pollinator Show. <laughs> Like cute bees and yeah, cute butterflies. It's the uh, Central Florida Watercolor Society is painting bees and bee inspired images. It'll be up <laughs> through August twenty. Why are you
0: laughing, Brendan?
1: Well, you know, <laughs> alliteration. Uh, Amazon selling tiny houses. I saw that. How do you feel
0: about that? Fine, I guess. Yeah? I mean, I don't think that's a new concept. I okay. mean, I, I've seen, I've seen. Museums where they have houses for sale, or, or that were for sale at one point in history, because I okay. think they were like Sears houses. I think that you bought all the materials, and you just built the house on your That's plot of land. To
1: see, I like the idea of it. I like the idea of uh, with this this challenge about affordable housing.
0: I, I have a question about this, so I want to I, I, I want to I propose something. So. I get it. I get that there's affordable housing crisis and and uh, a wage crisis too. It's not just that houses are expensive; it's that um, it's that wages aren't that high in Orlando because of you know certain no, industries, affordability. yeah, all that. But I will say, here's my question to you, Brendan when you When you say affordable housing, I, I've looked on maps like there are houses that are affordable. I just think they're in areas of Central Florida that. If you're
1: talking about service jobs and economy and people, it's mobility. The topic of mobility. You need affordable housing in our downtown core. So what's affordable? Uh, It has to do. I knew you were going to ask me this. It has to do with uh, your living wage, and so it has to be though. I get it. Thirty percent. Anything over thirty percent of your income. Uh, you become
0: what do they, they call it? Uh, I know inc- uh, what is it called? Or I get board. what you're talking about because yeah, you're spending like, money. So tell me, tell me a number income. now. Like, like, could you tell me a number what you think would be an affordable house in Orlando, yeah. either to buy or rent? Uh, yeah, like a thousand. We're, we have a okay. rental roundup. Yeah, yeah, we
1: I just published one today. Okay, uh, and it's. A roundup of homes you can rent for under fifteen hundred dollars a month.
0: Yeah, and there's not a lot. I looked at that actually. There's today. not a lot. No, I know. I did, and I did five of them. Right. Yes. Uh, and
1: people were making fun because one of the listings was like five hundred square feet and it was a thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. And they're like, "Who's going to pay that?" I'll tell you who's going to pay it: the person who can't find anything else in True. the neighborhood, but how they about,
0: have to. How about to buy though? What, what What do you think is an affordable house to buy? I think two fifty. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And but that's and I've said that before
1: and I get flack for that when I share homes that are two hundred and fifty thousand. You think that's high or low? I'm being told it's high by people who have been here a long time. Yes affordable for like mainstream America according to comments on our Facebook thread is like 150,000. Okay. But
0: you're not going to find that in downtown. No. You're no. not going to find that in the bungalow like, neighborhoods. But okay, you're right on that. So you here's can. where here's where I'm getting at. So you're the not other find day, that in a Popka. Was, here's what I was getting. Here's what I'm getting at. The other day I was just like curious about Zillow and what was for sale around my house. I live in College Park, but west of my house is Pine Hills. There's a lot of houses that are affordable in Pine Hills. So so where so So what I'm getting at is, is it certain parts of town that aren't affordable, or is it all of Central Florida that aren't isn't affordable? All
1: of Central Florida. The medium household, uh, the medium price of a home is like
0: what two sixty? Okay. There are several houses between one forty and one eighty in Pine Hills and Holden Heights. But when you look,
1: yeah, it's fine.
0: But then you have to look at the median uh, wage of that zip code.
1: Or just, yeah. So is, then, it's not. They can't afford it. You can't afford it. Nobody can afford that price. If, if you're looking at service economy, what these people are getting paid, what can they afford to buy, uh-huh. nobody can be – they can't afford to buy that. You have to be making over 80000 a year to yeah. be able to afford like a $250,000. And I'm sure that number's off, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's similar to that. I get that. what you're saying. Yeah. We'll All get right. Beth Hober back
0: on. She can tell us. All right. I but, just, what I'm getting at is, though, I, I I know those two places I just mentioned are probably not the most desirable say that, places the Say the spaces again. You said? Pine Hills, Pine Hall Heights. I mean, there are houses there for an affordable price.
1: Orlando Sentinel, or maybe it's Orlando Business Journal. I, no, just I read row, that Sentinel story right? about Lake Mary. Well, there was a recent one about how even prices in Pine Pine Hills have like doubled. They have. They have. Um, Where can you go? And so when you have people like in Paramore who are getting those 5,000 people, it's going to become 3,000 probably in the next year. uh, Where do you go? Yeah. And then also when you're talking, and that's just like affordability. If you're talking about actual affordable housing, when you're talking about like government uh, subsidized living for people on, vouchers or HUD program, there's a waiting list of like 12,000 households trying to get these apartments. and There's like 200 apartments. Right. And they're going to knock down another like six affordable housing complexes because they couldn't afford to keep them up. So there's mold, leaks. They're just full, you know, rat infestations. And they're being told by the government they just need to knock those things down and just give out housing vouchers, and we talked about this before. The, the local housing authority head is saying, "Don't worry about losing these units. We're going to give out vouchers." There's nowhere to use the vouchers. Oh John. yeah, there's yeah. nowhere to use the vouchers. Yeah, where, that's fine. But they'll be able to say, "You know what? We gave them out. It's up
0: to them. They couldn't find a spot. Yeah. Tough." Yeah. And I know one of the one of the problems is. At least, what builders say, you know, we can't build houses or houses or apartments for that cheap. It's I guess make any money on. They say the impact fees are too high yep. and the land's too expensive, and so we just, it, it doesn't make sense for us. And I actually heard that on NPR yep. one time, and the guy he, the peep, the whole thing was about, you know, we need more houses, more affordability, and the and the guy who called in, he was from North Carolina, he was a builder, he was like, look. I build them for this much. Like I need to make money too. Like I, I can't build a house for mm. 120 and sell it for 125. And there's
1: and there are government programs that help offset that cost, uh-huh. but that's been slashed. Those those programs are slashed. Yeah. There's so there's no government incentive for you to make up for that that cost that uh, of building these projects. And so really it's coming up to you just need to find some sort of uh, developer or developing consortium that can just throw money in on it and just do it out of the kindness of their hearts. No,
0: but but they're not, not going to happen. No,
1: I did just hear. I just came from something at University Club in the Modera Central, and I heard we'll have some more information on it soon. There actually is like a consortium of local developers and business people who want to be doing things like that. That's really the only way. It's the only way that this could happen because this piecemeal approach that's happening from the top down, you're getting like one project a year. Yeah, which is great. Up. Don't get me wrong. If that's you get one of those places. Units. It's 200 yeah. units. I mean, but if you're 12, one of those 200, households. awesome. But you're right. There's
0: 12,000 more other people. I'm sure
1: there's people out there, too. You're like, well, man, if you can't afford to live here, then you need to go somewhere else. Right. I'm sure there's people out here listening to that. Totally. If you can't afford it, you got a crap job. In the service economy, you could what does it matter that you're here in Orlando? Just no, go know. somewhere else. Go to
0: Key West. That's a that's a micro way to think. Like I fine. Agree. You can say that to one person, but you can't say that to a hundred thousand people because then you have a problem. Who's gonna work those jobs? <laughs> no, exactly. It's not even but And transit and the the other
1: issue is if Yes, you could be living further out from the urban core, but her transit system doesn't reach out that far. No. And so these people who maybe can't afford a car to drive in every day, yeah. if you don't have that backbone of transit to be bringing people in and shuttling them in, what are you going to do? Plus, you compound with that how many, what, 15, what is it, 15,000 people a week or something are moving to Orlando area? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Our
1: infrastructure can't take it. We need transit. You need to be able to have affordable housing options in and outside of the downtown core. Yeah, and, and, Otherwise, and, it's going to be a cluster cuss. I'll
0: be the first one to say I mean, I don't think everybody needs to live downtown Orlando. I mean- No. I mean, I might want You should be developing
1: to. suburbs like, like what uh, Curry Ford and Hourglass are doing. Yeah. If you're doing that and like- Oviedo, like what's that? Red Bug Road, and like you know, like yeah. you identify areas where nodes they call them in city planning uh-huh. speak, where or you can develop new city centers and try to develop that. So yeah. you don't have to come in here if you're looking for something fun to do. Yeah, and I and, That's and kinda I what think Lake
0: the other, is doing. one of the other challenges. We're almost at a break here, but one of the other challenges is there's not. A, I mean, there's not a ton of old apartments here either. Where. I go back to where I grew up. You know the brand new apartments. Yeah, they're always going to be super expensive, but but there's always affordable ones because right. there were some that were built 35 years ago. They're not as updated. They're nice places, but they're not as brand new. Now we just don't have that because not as many people lived here 35 years ago. So you don't have that sort of stock of John. We're going to have to talk about after the break. Yeah. We're out of time, and we're I'm looking eat. at a lot of sushi. All right, we will be right back.
3: Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. It's Studio Ghibli Week at our Alafaya branch starting May 12th. Make terrariums, bath bombs, and more in programs inspired by the famous films like Spirited Away and Ponyo. Pet Alliance of Greater Orlando is hosting a Trap, Neuter, Return Boot Camp on Tuesday, May 14th at our Herndon branch. They'll teach you the basics of humanely trapping community cats. And it's time for the spring book sale. Get 50% off everything in the Friends of the Orange County Library System bookstore at our downtown location. Friends members get an additional 10% off and can attend a member-only preview sale on Thursday, May 16th. The spring book sale is May 17th through the 19th. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect.
0: Hey, Brendan, what are you doing for uh, Mother's Day? Well... Not hanging out with my mom. Me neither. She's, my mom was <laughs> like, in Michigan. That's so sad. But
1: if she was here, I'd bring her to Umi Winter Park. I would too. They've got some killer Mother's Day specials. Rose for the mothers, one free glass of rose for each mama that comes through the door. Edda Mommy, free order of Edda Mommy <laughs> beats. I get it. I get, get it. it. Do you get it? Uh, I don't get it. Every every table gets a free order of edamame beans, and then a special grilled lobster roll is also available for purchase. How, how can I? Do I need to make reservations? You or? should go on over to Resi, and they're going to be open at eleven a.m. So you can sleep in a little bit, grab your mama, and get some edamame beans. I love
0: it. I love it. So come to Umi, check it out, Mother's Day. <laughs> Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And this is
1: Brendan O'Connor from bungalore.com. And, uh, Brendan, we just had a lot of food, and it yeah. was amazing. I hear it's still coming. I'm a little, yeah. I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to fit it all So, we
0: had six rolls in front of us, various uh, things in these rolls. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, I thought we were done. They had like a crunch roll, which was like avocados amazing. and tunas and all kinds of things. And then they, they bring out scallops. Those scallops
1: are beautiful. Yes. On that green puree, which I can't. It's pea puree. What is it? Pee. I thought he said pee. I stopped listening because I can't eat it because I'm allergic. Yeah, you'll but, die if you look But at we're going to share those photos of all the food that we had on our Instagram at, at Orlando Bungalow. Or you can see what it looks like. You might even put it in the podcast when we share it on bungalow.com, too. And we should mention we're here at Umi in Winter Park. Umi, Winter Park, right on Park, Park Avenue, Avenue, next to Rawls College. Uh. It's jamming. It is. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Everything's been fantastic so far. They know their wine. They have a level four sommelier here on staff. They know their the beer, too. Know their beer. The sake is fantastic. <laughs> they uh, come
0: in little tiny glasses. I
1: feel like I could talk about them all night, though.
0: It's true. but We, we still got, got some other news. Things. We got some
1: news to talk about, John. Yes. Uh, jamming. Jamming, jamming is is finally. I think I told
0: you about this originally. You did.
1: I knew you were going to bring that up. Yes. uh, It's the new Caribbean slash English restaurant, cafe slash jazz bar.
0: I I I I feel like they've pulled back from the jazz, but maybe I'm wrong. I just didn't see anything on their website. Uh, I didn't see much on their website. I think they're still putting that together too. And it's not a,
1: like anyway. Um, I want it's open them.
0: downtown Orlando, right across the street from Regions Bank. They're open till 4 a.m. on select Is that what days it said? during the 4 yes, a.m. during
1: select days. Uh, so you, late night crowd. They're gonna have a grab and go counter too with like pre made sandwiches and things that you can just grab. Uh, but it's also it's like Jamaican English, so you're gonna see some things. That you normally see down in the Caribbean and the islands. All right, too. we'll see. Yeah, like saltfish.
0: Yeah, right on Orange in Washington, sixty-five North
1: Orange. Uh, since we're talking about restaurants, that new fancy Olive Garden just opened up. <laughs> I saw a bunch of people write about this. Where is it? It's literally on like Colonial? a block away from the one that's been there forever. Okay, uh, so, on so
0: fun story. Uh, I I used to do some work for the a company that did some work for Olive yeah, Garden. He did. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think I remember them saying that the one on Colonial was one of the first, Olive Gardens. Ever. Ever. Oh, wow. I think so. I think it's one of the early I ones. I wonder
1: if that's why they returned, like, in some sort of, like, poetic nod.
0: Well, I uh, think part of it is it's if it if it is one of the older ones, it's probably mm-hmm. time for an update. So
1: this might be a flagship new concept for them because it looks like a Tuscan lodge. And this is Huge over... Huge windows, tons of wood inside. Menu's the same, though.
0: It's so Olive it's Garden. Olive Garden. Yeah, it's where your family... Yeah. Everybody's family there. If
1: you like, you know...
0: Frozen bread. Oh, know? how dare <laughs> you? How dare all, you? All
1: you can eat pasta. Oh, like
0: you're going to turn down all you can eat
1: pasta. I will now because I was told I'm medically too fat <laughs> this morning by my doctor uh, and it's official. Uh. <laughs> and I said, how dare you? <laughs>
0: we should say this. And now new, I'm going uh, to eat out. This <laughs> new Olive Garden is the. it's by Fashion Square, right? Fashion Square Mall. Yeah. Right by right by. Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah, you goods. just want to say Dick's Sporting, sporting Goods, goods. <laughs> on the get, radio. Don't get us in trouble. But, uh, you, know, uh, you know, I'm going to stand up for Olive Garden right now. Of all right. Course. If somebody says, hey, John, you want to go to Olive Garden and I'm paying, I'm with them. I'll go.
1: Scotty's uh,
0: father, with yes. his a big family
1: like get-together, they always choose like Olive Garden. That's right. Cracker Barrel. They're like salt of the so earth America. I'm not America. a fan of Cracker Barrel. I'm not a fan of either of them. I'll eat at Olive Garden. There Hall. are so many wonderful places it's to eat. true. Why waste your money? I don't so understand. So here's what I'll at tell you. What, I'm no gonna tell heart, you
0: why. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some now. So there's two we things. We just
1: ate some of the best sushi I've had Very in a true. long time. Very true. Made with intention. Yeah. Made with Skill, I I could not. Defend, I cannot disagree. I can't take it. I can't, I it. can't disagree. <laughs>
0: but I'm going to tell you, uh, you got to think of a general population I of get people. It. Though I get the inclination because it's. Do you safe? have a grandmother? No, but but at one point in your life you may have. Yeah. Would 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 she try no. all the things we ate here at Umi? Not that no. they are bad. It's just that maybe she's not as adventurous because there's
1: a safety component, right? exactly. Um,
0: but safety is boring. I, I People I deserve better. No, I agree. But if you if, if maybe but you I don't cross to eat a lot. I
1: understand it's beloved. Yeah, People get it. Anyway, we don't all have right. much time. We still got to <laughs> go through other things. Um, <laughs> outpost Neighborhood Kitchen. Moving. Moving to Maitland. Moving to
0: Maitland. I told you this.
1: Maitland City I told you on the, the down and, and then I talked to them, and they were like, we can't tell you yet, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't write about it. And I was like, all right. And then two months later, The Weekly wrote about it. And they were like, Brendan, can you do a story, not telling where we're moving, but telling them that we're still open. And I was like, not unless I can tell them where you're moving. That's where are they sense. moving exactly in Maitland? Maitland City Center. Oh, the big wow. new building, Doubling in size. They're going to have their own little market. Probably doubling in rent, too. Can I give you a little tea, too? Everybody out there likes a little tea. So because they gave us the information on the sly, right, and they didn't tell Orlando Weekly first. Orlando Weekly apparently is telling them they can't be in their bite magazine. Oh. Isn't that the nastiest thing you've ever heard? Really? Like you're gonna get shut out of a print publication because you didn't get the, the you scoop know, the scoop? Isn't that crazy? I would I would be like chafed a little bit. I would. But I wouldn't say, oh now we're not gonna write about you ever. That's crazy. Yeah. And oh, I've got yeah. some like catty. Are you sure that's things. true or? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And I know who did it too, but I'm not gonna name Ooh, a name. Okay. I'm not gonna name a okay. name. I'm just saying that's not okay. So they're moving to Maitland City Center. Uh, yeah. The place next door is going to be, be a Mediterranean restaurant. And it's called. Jabar. Jab-
1: yeah, right? Je- yeah. Jabar. I, I, I don't know. I'm just going to pronounce like it like, yeah. like <laughs> how it reads. Mediterranean. Yeah, so, so they're those moving people, into the old Pappy's space. Yeah, Peppy.
0: Peppy. Peppy's. Peppy's. Peckskin Cantina. Okay. Never did that well. That place, no Pepe's well, Bistro. And that's that's right. why they're close. So, yeah. and then
1: this, they are going to be moving out uh, in October. People have a chance to go and eat everything there. That's
0: interesting because uh, uh, Jabar. I guess they have a restaurant on I Drive. Haber Haber. And those people live in College Park because we walk by their house all the time, and their vans out there. So, but they haven't said what's going to go in Outpost. No, no, nobody knows
1: yet. Uh, I think it, I don't even know if like the person who owned it knew that they were moving out. So, Oh. yeah, life. How do I know about life it? Life is happening because uh, you're in the know. True, because of bungalowair.com.
0: That's true, Brendan. You want to take a break? We got dessert here. Yeah, this looks beautiful. I want to get a picture before it right. melts. We have some dessert that we're gonna eat. We're going to take a little tiny break, but listen to this. We're going to hear
1: from uh, the Audubon Center for Birds of Prey, and they're going to tell us all about a really cool event happening this weekend. Does it have to do with baby owls? It
0: does. Yes.
1: All right, here we are out of bounds. I'm checking out Maitland today at the Audubon Center for Birds of Prey, and I'm hanging out with two lovely ladies who are going to tell me all about a really cool event that's coming up
4: hi i'm katie warner and i'm the center director here at audubon center for birds of prey and i'm
5: laura von mutius i'm the education manager here at the audubon center
1: holler ladies thanks for having me uh tell me a little bit about this baby shower you have coming up
5: so we have our annual baby hour owl shower that's coming up saturday may 11th from 10 a.m until 2 p.m and we celebrate on mother's day weekend every year the baby birds that get brought into our clinic
1: so there's naturally like a spike in the babies that you're getting a large amount of baby birds being brought in here for rehab why is that what's happening
4: so spring season is our busiest season here at the center and um we're usually really lucky in that if babies plop out we can get them quickly reunited with their families but with spring you have storms um, sometimes people trim their trees during that time And so babies are also just fledging too early that need help. And so they come to our doors needing help. Uh, We can see anywhere between 50 and 60 babies come through our doors in May alone.
1: Okay. And this is like not just raptors you're also looking at
4: just birds of prey just so birds of prey eagles, so somebody hawks, has like owls.
1: corvids like blue jays and things don't bring them here
4: don't bring them here but okay. we can get them the help they need we can give you information
1: all right i love that and is there like a hotline or something that somebody can call hey i have a bald eagle baby that's on my doorstep what do i do
4: you can find a lot of that information online you can certainly look at our website at audubon center for birds of Prey.org, and we have some resources on what to do if you find a baby bird
1: like, can you, can you just rhyme off a couple? Like, what are the best things to do? We used to just, like, grab an old box and put in a blanket and maybe, like, a dish of water and pray. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so
4: that's still the same. You know, one of the things that's a myth is that you can't touch the baby because it, its parents will reject it. Well, birds do not have, all birds, um, some some birds have um, a good sense of smell but most birds do not have a good sense of smell that's a mammal trait so we always recommend the best thing to do if possible is if the baby's on the ground you can look around and the nest is nearby just plop it right back into the nest because the best person best person to care for it is their parents
1: you just blew my mind are you kidding me Oh man, the amount of baby animals I've had, like baby birds that we've reared in my house growing up because we just like, you can't put it back. You're basically sacrificing that thing to the elements.
5: Nope, put it back. If not, you just kidnap that little baby.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm a kidnapper. (laughs) So tell me a little bit more about this event. So it's a baby shower. Do people bring presents? Of
5: course. You can't show up to a party without a present. But here, the presents that we ask for, these baby gifts, are items off of our wish list. Okay. So things that we need to care for the patients in the clinic.
1: Old Um, baby hamsters you don't want anymore.
5: Definitely not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keep those at home. So things like uh, powdered laundry detergent and sponges, um, baby food, if it's the turkey or chicken flavor, um, t- kitchen garbage bags. Uh, just, again, things that we use every day in the clinic that we need tons of.
1: Oh, I love that. Okay. And that's in lieu of charging... Correct. A fee.
5: Yes, uh, that donation is your fee to get in that day. So we're not actually charging you admission. Just bring that baby gift, and you can find the full wish list of baby gift ideas on our website, um, as well as on our Facebook event page.
1: Okay, and some of the ongoing. So what happens? You get it. What's like the life of a baby that falls out of a nest? Do we bring them here? If you couldn't find the nest to put them back in, what happens to that little baby animal that I already love? And I, it's a make believe
5: animal in my head. <laughs> Uh, so some options. Our favorite option is to either get it back to its own nest. And we do have some volunteer tree climbers that help us out doing that. What? And um, yeah, are you a tree climber? No, you uh, totally, I guess. <laughs> become I guess. one. <laughs> we'll, we'll put you to work. Uh, the other option is finding it a foster nest. Uh, raptors are great parents and they will take care of babies that aren't their own. So we'll find a same species, uh, babies about the same age, and plop that new baby in with the foster parents and they will take care of it. Um, and then if need be, we also sometimes have foster parents here at the center. Some of our permanent residents will take care of young birds. And then if needed, uh, we will just raise those babies until they fledge. And then we'll release them once they're able to fly on their own.
1: At the shower, will we be able to get up close and personal with babies? Not touching. Possibly, but like, can we look Possibly, but
5: maybe not. Okay. And we honestly don't often know until the day of the shower. We will only bring baby birds out for people to see if they are non-releasable to the wild. And of course, our goal is to release as many babies as possible. So it's kind of a good thing when there isn't babies to see, because that means they're all going to be recover and go back to where they belong. However, sometimes we do get those babies in that can't go back to the wild. And in those cases, that's when we're able to show you guys.
1: What's name one thing that you really want people to know about the center?
5: It's really important. A lot of people don't even know that we exist here in Maitland. We're not far from Orlando. So look us up and come visit.
1: I love it. You're very close to Enzian, just up the street. Lakefront property, gorgeous. Uh, Miss Thang, Miss Director, do you have anything else to say?
4: I just had a few more things. Uh, If you don't get to see a baby, you will get to see all of our other ambassador birds. They will be out meeting and greeting with the public. So you can have an up-close visit with a bald eagle, a barred owl. So it's a really cool opportunity to meet some of these top predators right up close and get pictures and learn all about them.
1: All right, let's say that website one more time.
4: Audubon Center for Birds of Prey dot org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. And we hope to see you this weekend.
1: All right. Thanks for having me. Oh, baby owls. Baby owls. It's like, that's money. Come,
0: bring they're, so, your. they're so cute.
1: They're so, you could see the photo of that baby animal that I saw, uh, this poor little owl that fell out of a tree and
0: hung out on asphalt all day Aww. and burnt his little toes. Aww. So they had to wrap up his toes just to heal him. Is he going to be able to be released back into the wild? We'll
1: see. And generally, those are the only birds, like they said in the interview, those are the only birds that you can see. Uh, at, the owl sho- at the Owl Shower. Baby uh, Owl Shower. Are the have ones that been? aren't
0: going to be re-released. Have you ever been? To the Owl Shower yeah, event? I have. I have. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. I love it. Yeah, bring some paper towel. Or uh, bleach. To cry? No, that's what they want you to bring. I know. Because
1: <laughs> <too. laughs> they're sad right inside. <laughs> uh, since we're in Winter Park, the city of Winter Park is has launched a new visioning process for the use of their library building. again just for the library it's, building oh they're
0: the old building
1: yeah the one that they're
0: the one that out they're moving of. from oh and okay. so
1: they have established a task force to identify possible uses what they should do with it uh they are saying the city is saying nothing is written in stone right now we have no idea what we want to do with it paintball. it could be anything paintball, paintball, paintball. course Uh, One, they already had a public meeting and someone was like, just leave it as the library. We'll have two libraries. This one could be the downtown branch or there's one all the way over. (laughs) I don't think that's (laughs) going to happen. It's
0: too expensive to operate two libraries. I completely agree. Another
1: idea that's been floated is... a non-profit organization place, and it's just full of non-profits. It's a big spot, though. Yeah. I think they're either just going to knock it down or sell it to uh, sell Rollins. Sell it to Rollins. Which everybody, I've seen so many
0: comments. You know what's going to happen? I'll tell you what I tell think. Me, tell me happen. right now what you think going to happen. I think what you just said is probably going to happen. They sell it to Rollins. They knock it down. They expand the Alphon in. They make money. They're
1: already expanding the Alphand in. Yeah. Just expand it more into that space. Or That's make what I a, see happening. Yeah, yeah. Because what else? It's not big enough to do something else.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't see them. I mean, I don't know. Unless Rollins uses it as like a library, but but again, they're telling us that's nothing set in stone. No, no, Mm -hmm. they want everybody to have their say, but it just doesn't make sense. Another visioning
1: process that's happening right now is in Audubon Park. Some Rollins kids stuck their nose where it didn't belong. Really? And they came up with some plans for the alleyways in Audubon Park. Uh, They'd like to see the farmer's market get moved there to the
0: alleyway behind Red Light, Red Light. And put up some market lights. Oh, over there. So I play hockey. I play hockey over there. In the alleyway? No, we play at the school at Audubon Park Elementary.
1: Oh, that's close enough for me to bike over and heckle yeah, you. Yeah, why don't you
0: come over and never hang out and play? I'm not gonna play hockey. First of all, you're Canadian, so you have to play I hockey. Can't.
1: I'm a gay Canadian. I don't <laughs> have to play hockey. <laughs> yeah. I well, did play tennis for the first time, did I tell you that? Yeah, you did.
0: Yeah. I yeah, well you can come cheer us on, man. How about I that? I told you I'll be your puck bunny, but I'm
1: not gonna play.
0: Okay. Well anyway, they're gonna try they, we we totally got off They topic. come up if
1: you wanna see plans that these Rollins kids came up for the district, go ahead and check it out. And it could have just been like an independent study they did. I don't but know if that's possible back there. they submitted it is to it? Audubon Park Garden District, the main street, and they liked what they saw. Okay. And now they're having a, an event on June 5th at Bikes, Beans, and Bordeaux at 9 a.m. in the morning, because that's when nerds get up, uh, <laughs> to talk about what you, what you
0: could see in Audubon Park. So you're saying move it from where it's at at Stardust. Stardust, and, and put it in that alleyway. And behind there. It's a cool space. I just don't know how accessible it all is back there. I think it's... Uh,
1: not, I don't think the market's going to move. Just do something else there. Yeah, like a movie I, I, agree. yeah no, I agree. Yeah, I know. I bike and movie on that. night
0: in Audubon Park—that makes sense. Plus, I'm sure Stardust loves having it every Monday night, a slow night, and now we got a bunch of people here.
1: Uh, right. Our producer just ate some of the super hot sauce, and we're going to talk about yeah, what happens. She's to good
0: her. for now. Yeah. All give right. it some time. All right, we'll let what you happens? know when fire comes out her butt. Everybody loves the the fifteen <laughs> seconds. Oh, this ain't so bad. Did you hear about LaFontaine Oliver moving back to Baltimore? Crazy. Yeah. So he was he he used to work up there. Uh, so he is the he went to school. General manager of he's uh, a head of president WMFE president and general manager of yeah, WMFE NPR station here in 90. town ninety point seven. Uh, you hear him all the time. I don't think I've ever met him. Maybe I have once. Seems like a super nice guy. I like him, too. What? I like him. He's done a lot for that station, done a lot of new things. He increased their fundraising by 30%. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the one that brought in this whole silent drive thing and, and, you know, a lot of great ideas. And I guess he worked for one public radio station in Baltimore. Now he's going back to Baltimore to go work for, I think... Probably the, the bigger one up if there. that's what you're into, the yeah. uh,
1: Church Street director, Miss Jane Pope, is leaving the Church Street Main Street. And really? She will go to the Enzian oh. to do movie things. To, do, to be the executive
0: director there? No, I think she's
1: doing like, marketing stuff for them, which is a great fit. But it's happening during this expansion, this rumored expansion of Church Street into Paramore and downtown Orlando. Ah. So keep your ears appealed for that. We haven't heard any official word from the city about that happening, but I just keep hearing from people who know.
0: We talked about that last week about... You know, should that be what they do? And I don't think so. I think they should have their own Main Street over there in Paramore. We're
1: running out of time, so we'll say really quick, here's some stuff we're working on to keep your ears peeled on bungalow.com. The Florida Prize artists have been announced. Find out who they are and what they're doing at this year's event. Not me either. The Winter Park Dexters is moving out of Hannibal Square. into Rabodage. Yeah, I heard. And uh, there's a Dove Coat will be hosting new club night events. Really? Yep. We heard a rumor that they were becoming a club. That's not happening. We'll have more information for you. I just spilled uh, dessert crazy. on our microphone. How dare you? So let's do events before our, our computer fails. Uh, Friday night, too late. Again, yeah. the, baby <laughs> owl, the baby owl shower is happening this Saturday. Uh, it's free with donations, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Bring donations,
0: baby owls. We got Monster Jam this weekend. Did we talk about this guy? No. It's like the world championships. And we're almost – I can't believe we didn't talk about it. I know. We, have one, uh, we, we don't have much time. But they're this weekend. They're ten, they're Friday night and Saturday. You can
1: see our Facebook Live where we went behind the scenes and I fell in love with the driver of Maximum D, who's <laughs> 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 gorgeous. You can see a photo of that guy on my Instagram, at B Keeps. Uh, go check it out. Congratulations to the winner of our uh, – Instagram giveaway for those tickets. It's a huge deal to have that here. It's Friday like a Super Saturday Bowl of night. monster trucks. I didn't know it was actually a sport and actually competing. I oh thought yeah. it was like WWE and big deal. Yeah, cool. big deal. It's gonna be packed. Uh, the Orlando Pottery Festival is happening Saturday, nine sure a.m. to five p.m. at the National Guard Armory in South Fern Creek, Virginia. Drive Live is happening Saturday night. That's uh, it's like a progressive pop, but pub crawl shopping thing. Spring Fest, Spring Fest in College Park. We got a yacht rock band coming. 5 to 11 p.m. on Edgewater Drive. That's right. Trying to drive through. You can't go nope. around.
0: Me and you are going to be rappelling down a building. Saturday morning.
1: I hope I live. Orlando Health. If you want to cheer cheer us on, John's rappelling down at 10 a.m. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. I'll be there <laughs> at 10 a.m. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Anastasia is coming to Dr. Phillips. It's their new... Broadway show Fringe starts next week oh yeah and uh, the Rotor Club of Orlando is having their swan boat race on Thursday 5 to 8
0: p.m. at Lake Yola. that's it we gotta go thank
1: Thank you, you Umi thanks Umi